Welcome to Pricing After Dark, the podcast in which an economist answers pricing questions from business owners, product managers, and freelancers just like you. Today's question is as follows. I'm a web designer, and it seems like everyone is telling me to specialize in order to earn higher profits. I decided to specialize in small nonprofits because I come from that background, but now I'm having more trouble than before. Is there some part of specialization that I'm missing? You're 100% that people treat specialization as a foolproof plan for small business owners. As you've discovered, specialization does not always lead to business success. In many ways, specialization is a lot like surgery. It can help you in many ways when performed correctly, but it can cause a lot of damage when performed improperly. While I congratulate you on your decision to specialize, I think that the focus you selected should be reconsidered. Sure, there are a lot of nonprofits out there with a lot of money. For instance, there are apparently 50 nonprofit CEOs who earn at least $300,000 per year. That said, for every one of these nonprofits that is flush with cash, there are many more that are small, struggling, and just don't have the resources to spend on web design or the wisdom to understand the value of a proper website. I typically start thinking about potential customers in two ways. First, their ability to spend, and second, their willingness to spend. If you're targeting small nonprofits, your potential customers will fare poorly by either metric. Not only that, but they're probably not used to performing return on investment calculations for services like web design. In fact, they may be so focused on the provision of their own services that they lack any interest in making investments at all. As such, folks that you pitch to may see what you offer as unnecessary or even a luxury, leading to very low levels of pricing power for your business. In fact, you'll be competing not only against other professionals, but also against people willing to donate their time and their services for free. I'm not suggesting that you do away with the idea of specialization. Rather, I'd strongly recommend that you select a customer base that has desirable characteristics for your firm. If you'd like to specialize in helping a specific type of customer, and there are other ways to specialize, you need to create a screening process. Here are a few questions that you can pose, but it's hardly a complete list. Is there something about the customer segment that makes it easier for you to address customer needs? Is the customer base more willing to pay than others? Do members of this customer base share many similarities in terms of needs and desires? Is it easy to demonstrate value to these customers? Is it easy to get the attention of these customers? Do the customers share a level of urgency for your solution, and hopefully a high level of urgency? I'm not saying that small nonprofits aren't viable sources of income. What I am saying is that there are other groups, both for-profit and not, that are far more willing and far more able to pay for your services. Identifying the ideal customer base is one of the most important decisions that businesses make. Choosing well can lead to fortunes. Choosing poorly can lead to disasters. The selection process must never be an afterthought or a selection made for dubious reasons. It's a central focus that will affect your messaging, the types of products that you're able to pitch and sell, and, of course, the pricing power that you enjoy. Thanks for listening to Pricing After Dark. If you'd like to learn more about pricing, monetization, 
and how your business can improve its profits, head over to my website at taprun.com. You can subscribe to my free email course, read through my writings, and even contact me for a consult.